Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. It is a tremendous football Thursday. It is Nick Costos. It is Ken Barkley. And it is you here with us on You Better You Bet on the BetQL Network. Simulcast by our friends at Stadium for the next two hours. And if you're watching us on Stadium, a tip of the cap to you. Uh, good sir or good lady. Uh, and the next two hours are going to be awesome. Badass wagertainment coming your way. Getting you set to bet and win, hopefully, on the divisional round of the NFL postseason. Our pal... Pro sports better Adam Chernoff is going to join us in just a couple moments to talk divisional weekend. Connor Allen stops by later this hour from 4 for 4 and Betsperts. Pro sports better Rob Pozzola joins us coming up 40 minutes from now. And the great Joey Kanish, baby, to talk his Lions and more. Kanish will join us next hour on the show. Next hour on the show, Ken and I will also give you our updated takes on divisional weekend. All four games, side and total, injury updates, weather forecasts, if we've changed our minds from the last time we were on the air on Monday. All that good stuff coming up over the course of the next two hours. And in the final hour, the power hour of the show, we will give you all our bets coming up for tonight's slate in the world of sports. But joining us right now to kick off the fun and frivolity on our stadium two hours is the aforementioned Adam Chernoff, who hosts the Simple Handicap Podcast, a great NFL betting podcast that we would encourage our listeners and viewers to check out. Churn also does great work with our friends at Right Angle Sports, and they've got an app, the Right Angle Sports app. It's a free download featuring insight and commentary from professional bettors on everything happening in the NFL. And Churn is on Twitter, at Adam Chernoff. And I believe that he's attending the Bills-Chiefs game on Sunday and is on his way to Buffalo. I could really? be wrong about that. I, I, I think that's what he's got going on right now. That's why he's on the phone. Uh, Churn, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Great to have you. Uh, why are you on the way to Buffalo right now? It's Mahomes versus Allen. You got to be in attendance. So um, we're we're kind of slowing down for the season now, which is seven games to go. The work is, for the most part, done. So everybody's taking a few days we're meeting up in Buffalo, and we're hopefully going to enjoy the game. I'm calling it a 100-wing a weekend is the goal, going over to Buffalo for 48 hours. So um, that's, that's the goal, and hopefully a great game Sunday night. Well, why don't we – well, you're going to be in attendance. Now we have to start with that game, even though it's the last game of the weekend. So 6.30 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. I, I get the sense – I'm curious if you agree. I think, it's, I think it might be like blowout, 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 and everyone's like, please, for the love of God, can this game be close? And it's the last one. Bill's – 
kind of between two and a half and three, but more toward two and a half. Uh, favorite at home, obviously, first time hosting Mahomes in a playoff game. His first true road playoff start. Total 45 and a half, lower than some of the previous meetings that we've seen between the two teams. Uh, any handicap of the game? Will you have any bets on it? You're trying to take some time off here and, and go to the game. Will you have any bets on it or just your thoughts in general? So I like KC in this. Uh, right now it's two and a half, even money. Uh, I, I think there's a decent chance we see three with some of the Bills' injuries and where this might go. Uh, but the big reason I like Kansas City in this game getting two and a half is the fact that the offense has changed the last two games the starters have played. And I don't know if it's getting enough discussion, and it might be hidden a little bit when it comes to the price. So before the Cincinnati game, there was a collective effort and team meeting to change the Chiefs' offense. And the goals were to get out of the huddle quicker, get to the line of scrimmage sooner, and play faster. And we saw them against Cincinnati work to about 28 seconds per play. And then against Miami, was right around 27 seconds per play. And in both of those games, they were leading. So I still think there's potential for them to go a little bit faster. And we saw them against Miami in these conditions that nobody wanted any part of any team moving the football. The Chiefs went for 410 yards, which was their best offensive output in three months. And so they're leaning on the guys that they trust. They've simplified the offense. And if the Bills have two linebackers out and two guys in the defensive backfield out and they're missing their leading tackler and they're missing their top corner, I think it's going to be tough for them to rotate in and out to keep up with Kansas City. So I like the Chiefs in this, uh, getting two and a half with this offensive change they've made. I think that matters quite a bit, Ken. Um, just like just to follow on that, Adam, and I think Ken and I were kind of both like kind of agreeing with uh, with something about the answer that you gave there. Kind of like made me at least contemplate the over in the game, right? If we think Kansas City is going to play faster, you did a great job bringing up some of the Bills' defensive injuries. Ken and I will talk about that coming up a little later in the show. Forty-five and a half is the total, and I know Kansas City's defense is really good. It's also Josh Allen on the other side. Churn, have you given any thought to playing the over in the game if you're bullish on Kansas City scoring a bunch of points potentially? I, I don't have a bet on the total, Nick, but that's the way that I would look at it. I think something that we're going to see that offers a bit of variance in this is the last couple of weeks, Mahomes and Kansas City have been really tight and conservative with their red zone play calling. Against Miami, we saw them go to a six in the red zone. I believe there's kind of an emphasis on that because of how great the defense has been playing. And in a game like this, if Kansas City is really pushed, I think they might be a little bit more aggressive and try to force things more in the red zone. So you could be looking at a few more touchdowns, but I think there's also a higher turnover risk within that. And Buffalo, if they're forced to chase, uh, like you guys are getting at, that's a great partner for the over. So that's the way I would look. I haven't bet the total, though. Just worth noting, because I was I was thinking about this too, like Mahomes in a playoff game, how many times is the team total 21 or 21 and a half in a, a game the Chiefs are playing in a playoff? Now again, road playoff game, haven't seen one of those yet. 21's juice way over, 21 and a half kind of with normal juice both ways. Just like, you know, I think as, as a lot of our guests this week are going to give some answers on this stuff, it's like, oh. And that kind of makes me like something. I wasn't really thinking about the game that way. Adam, I, I don't know if we want to work backwards. I kind of want to ask you about the two big favorite games. I've been grouping them both together as we've been talking about them. And I think I'm going to keep doing that with guests. It just, 
maybe you disagree it feels like sort of the same the same game the same handicap twice the total is different but like stroud with big upside also he's a rookie is a nine and a half point underdog on the road at baltimore jordan love second playoff start just like stroud perfect passer rating in the first game just like stroud a nine and a half point underdog at san francisco obviously there are other things about the games that are different but i think betters and all of us in general are kind of like is it two blowouts? Do we think we could have a really fun Saturday from a competitive game standpoint? How do you look at the two Saturday games, the two like historically good one seeds, almost 10 point favorites against pretty, uh, you know, unproven quarterbacks? I agree with you that it's very similar handicaps in both. Which game do you want to start with? Because I have some different takes on each of them. Do you want to go the early game first? Let's go chronological order. Let's do let's do Stroud first against Baltimore. We'll do San Francisco after. Nick, I'll ask you about the Niners. Awesome. So I think the big thing that stands out for me in Baltimore and why I like the Ravens at minus nine and minus nine and a half, anything better than 10 for me on the Ravens, is the fact that defensive coordinator Mike McDonald, this will be round three for him against C.J. Stroud. He faced him when he was back with Ohio State, Michigan, uh, the team that McDonald was the D.C. of, held Ohio State and Stroud to their lowest offensive output of the season. In week one, shut them down big again, too. Now, you can push back and say that was Stroud's debut. You can't carry over college. Okay, that's fine. What I would point to then for McDonald is he has faced the San Francisco 49ers and Miami Dolphins recently and held both of those two teams to their lowest offensive outputs as well. And that matters because Bobby Slowick comes from the San Francisco system just like Mike McDaniel did. It's the same scheme. They have a lot of the same personnel groupings. And McDonald just just owns this offensive style and so now you add in the fact there could be wind which takes away some of the passing game and the efficiency we've seen from Houston that just kind of aids Baltimore's defense and so I think the Ravens defensively have a big game here and I think they have no problem running the football it's a big step up in class for the Houston defense based on quarterbacks they faced and and so I like Baltimore in this one uh, at anything better than 10. You better you bet with Nick and Ken, Tremendous Football Thursday. Our guest, Adam Chernoff from the Simple Handicap Podcast and Right Angle Sports on Twitter, at Adam Chernoff. It has been written in the stars that my next question will be about the Packers and Niners. So, Churn, how are you how, how are you betting the Packers and the Niners on Saturday night? San Francisco, 9.5, total about 50.5 in the Bay. So, I'd go San Francisco in this one as well. Same thing. Anything better than 10, uh, I think the bet is the Niners. And... Uh, when I look at this one, Love last week played as great of a game as you can expect from a quarterback in that spot. But we also saw Dan Quinn with as bad of a performance from a defensive play calling standpoint that you could ever expect in that spot. And I think it made Green Bay and Love look a lot better than they are. LaFleur absolutely owned Dan Quinn with his offensive play calling. And the big thing that stood out, Green Bay found a ton of explosive plays operating out of heavy personnel, multiple tight ends, gave Love extra time, able to work downfield. It was fantastic. Dallas is really bad against that, and Quinn did nothing to adjust. San Francisco, on the other hand, top five at defending those personnel sets, one of the best linebacker groups in coverage in the NFL. And to me, there's not going to be as much efficiency for Green Bay running the football on the Niners. I think if Green Bay falls behind, this is trouble for Love going against this pass rush and this defense, it's going to look very different. Uh, I'll take San Francisco, who's going to be able to run all over Joe Barry 
and the big Shanahan coaching advantage. So Niners, for me, anything less than 10. And I, I think it probably illustrates the fact that Ken was saying very, very similar games and very similar handicaps for both of these. Yeah, so I think, and I, I don't, uh, I don't bet based on kind of like where the action is, or like the, you know, we we joke about betting splits on this show, but I will say, and I've, I've said this a bunch of times, I always think it's just interesting, just interesting. I'm always curious, like, oh, like what, what's everybody betting on this week? A lot of interest for the two dogs and the two big spread. You don't see that in divisional weekend all the time, and I think it's just a byproduct of you had two really electric quarterback performances that we all saw on national television. And to be fair, like one of these teams might get to the finish line, like might win a couple games and get to the Super Bowl, and they'll be able to ride that hot hand. Just like I'm always curious, just kind of like you just had the two best regular seasons of the past like five years. It's like, oh, what's everybody doing? Betting against them? Like, okay, okay. like you could be right, and they're big numbers. To be fair, Adam, what we. This game's like the runt of the litter in the divisional round, to be honest. Lions and Buccaneers, there's a reason we're doing it last, because it might be the least interesting game. Uh, I'm curious if you have a betting thought on it. Detroit opened six, uh, got bet out to six and a half. That happened almost immediately when the market opened after the Detroit-Philadelphia, or sorry, the Tampa-Philadelphia game on Monday Night Football. So the Lions have been six and a half point home favorites most of the week. The total has been about 48 and a half or 49 for at least the last couple days, early interest in the over in the game. Uh, how do you see this one playing out? Lions obviously off the close win over the Rams. Tampa off whatever that was against the Eagles. Lions six and a half. Uh, any bets for you in this game? So I like the Buccaneers getting six and a half. And I say that because I think about the Lions. There's two points that come to mind. First, I thought they were very fortunate to get out of that game against the Rams with a win. They were outgained by a yard and a half per play. They didn't cross the 35-yard line once after the seven-minute mark of the second quarter. They just hung on for dear life and got very lucky in the red zone something that they have done for the last four weeks as well against Nick Mullins twice and then against the Dallas Cowboys. They've had eight drives inside their own 20 the last four weeks, which have produced a combined nine points. It's unbelievable how lucky this defense has been getting inside their own 20. And I put that on the side as kind of a point, thinking about the Lions laying six and a half and some of the risk that comes with that. I think about what the Buccaneers do well defensively, now specifically that they're healthy. They're really good up front against the run, and they blitz a ton and are able to generate a lot of pressure. Jared Goff against pressure in the blitz, much worse than he is. Big drop-off for Jared Goff when facing that pressure. And the Lions' offensive success has been largely driven by running the football. I'm not saying the Buccaneers are going to go into Ford Field and shut out the Lions, But when I'm thinking about a defense that's getting very lucky, that isn't good to begin with, laying six and a half points, and you have a Lions offense where the strengths don't particularly match up very well against the Buccaneers' defensive strengths, it just seems like a big number to me. And so I'll take the points with the dog in this one. Churn, what is the ideal method or the ideal way that you like to eat a buffalo wing? Like flavoring, sauce, you're going to eat 100 buffalo wings this weekend. How do you like your buffalo wings? Drumsticks only. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm getting a, like a first-class explanation of what real wings are because the biggest thing for me, when I go from Canada to the States, they're different chickens. We're not talking about the same thing. All right, thing. just the answer, just answer the question, buddy. How do you, how do you like to eat your buffalo wings? I don't just know, Nick. I like hot wings, but I'm, I'm in for a new experience that I'm looking forward to. I like the <laughs> hot wings. I'm indifferent on ranch or blue cheese. I'm going for the 100-wing weekend. There'll be hot wings. I, I'm ready for it. <laughs> what, what so, a, like, kind of like metaphysical wing. answer. It's like, how do you like to eat wings? Well, what is a wing, Ken, really, when you think about it? Just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, do you like the wings extra crispy? Is, like, the drumstick yeah. your favorite? 
We have no preference, but ranch or blue cheese. How is that even possible? I don't know. Humans were made like that. I, I appreciate poultry of all kinds, Ken. But I I'm, <laughs> I will say I, I'm a, I, if I had to pick a preference, I'd go hot wings, flats, give me a, a schnicker ranch on the side, and we're good to go. I'm pretty happy with oh, all I, that. I, I, I don't know what that word was, but <laughs> the, yeah. the, the Canadian Adam term, is, I Adam guess, whatever. Says, poultry aficionado. That's what he means. <laughs> yes, I, I, well, I guess you could say I like, I like all kinds of poultry. Like uh, it turns the best. For what it's worth, hot wings for me, drumsticks only, ranch dressing. That would, that, that would be my choice. Extra crispy. Like that. Uh, I'm a on Twitter, at Adam Turnoff. Slathered well, and Ken, mild. Ken, that's, that's my new nickname. Ken's a big, like, extra I think that's like, extra crispy. I love the extra crispy. Right? Oh, that's Andrew Williams, right? Likes that. Anyway, at Adam Turnoff on Twitter. Right Angle Sports, the Right Angle Sports app. Simple Handicap Podcast, my friend. Have a great time in Buffalo. Enjoy the wings. Good luck with the bets. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much, guys. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you next week for the finals. Connor Allen coming up next. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.